networking. Just the sound of that word probably makes you feel gross inside. I mean, does anyone really want to go to a cocktail party where the drinks are overpriced and where you're in a room full of people all talking about how wonderful they are and where they're all trying to talk to quote unquote the cool kids at the top of the social ladder, trying to get a job from them or act like they're better friends with them than you are. And they're tossing their resume credits around and dropping so many names you need to go get a broom to sweep all them names up. No, 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 that is not how we are going to do it. And newsflash, that way doesn't work that well anyway. Instead, we are going to network in a way that feels organic to you and where you actually enjoy doing it, not detest. Hey there, welcome to Theater Life Uncensored, where we peel back the curtain and reveal to you what's really working in today's industry for theater artists just like you. That means you get to hear and learn how to surpass your career goals sooner and enjoy an easier, more peaceful life along the way. I'm your host, Jim Cooney, a New York City-based director-choreographer, and I'm also the founder of Amplified Artists, a membership community for theater professionals from performers to producers and everyone in between, helping you create a career and life you love. So friends, we are heading into the holiday season, which means you're probably going to be at some parties, which means there's probably going to be some industry folks there. So even though you are not actually going to a networking event, you are probably going to be networking. And in fact, you always are networking. Let's just talk about what that word means. Networking is building and strengthening your network. And a network is full of people. So anytime you're interacting with people, you are either strengthening or weakening your relationship with them based on your actions towards them and their actions towards you. So since you are going to be in many social situations throughout your life, especially around the holidays, Let's get you set up for success. Before we dive into all that, though, I want to offer you a free gift to thank you for being a follower of this show. It's called Dream Career Blueprint, and it shows you exactly how to build your dream career based on the advice of countless industry experts. And you can download this for free at jimcooney.me forward slash blueprint, and I link to it in the show notes as well. Also, if you don't want to miss any episodes of the show, be sure to hit the subscribe button in your podcast player so you are the very first to know when the next episode is released. And while you're there, if you want to leave the show a five-star rating and leave a positive review, I'd be really grateful for that. It helps more people find out about this show so it can help them like it helps you. And by the way, if you want to connect with me outside of this episode, you can always find me on Instagram. I'm at jimcooneynyc. All right, so networking, let's talk. The first thing to realize is you do not need to network with everybody. Why spend time trying to build relationships with people you don't want to work with, at theaters you don't want to work at, who do shows you don't want to be doing, I mean, if you spend your time trying to build relationships with those people, it will feel like work. It will feel gross because you are only building a relationship to get a job and a job you don't even want to be doing. So it's not a real relationship. It's not honest. It's transactional. You basically are just social climbing, but on a ladder you don't even want to be on. So instead, network with only the people that you want to work with and at the theaters you want to work at. It's not going to feel gross because you truly want to work with them. You're inspired by them. You admire them. When you tell them you love a certain project of theirs, it's the truth. You are not lying just to get yourself ahead or to get a job. No, this is a real conversation. It is a real, honest connection. It's a relationship. Second, your actions speak louder than words. Now, you could try to butter someone up all you want, but if you have an existing reputation of someone who's always late, or rude, or anything like that, your butter is not going to work very well. Especially now with social media, 
we all see everything. We hear everything. So even though you may just be meeting that person for the first time, you're now on their radar and they're going to very quickly learn a lot more about you, either by what they see themselves or by what their friends and people in their network share about you to them. So in a very real way, you are always networking, even when you are not actively doing it. You are always shaping your reputation. Also, think about it this way. Who you are now is going to be what people use in the future to make their hiring decisions about you, right? Because you can't change your reputation in real time. So when they're making the decision to hire you, they're going to think back to what they already know about you, which is your behaviors now. So the way you're acting now is going to be how people think about you in the future. So before we even get into the nuts and bolts of how to actually do the networking, we want to make sure our current house is in order. Now, all of this works in your favor too, because the better your reputation is, the faster people are going to trust you in the future, which means the faster they are going to hire you. So before you even meet your dream collaborators, you want to be laying this beautiful groundwork and foundation of excellence. So when the time comes to seal the deal, you have made it such an easy yes for them. Okay, great. So now let's talk about the ways to meet the people that you want to be working with. The first one is the most obvious one, social media, because you can just search for them, follow them, and start to build a relationship from there. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to go to a cocktail party or try to find them through their agent or any of these other ways we're going to talk about. Unless, of course, they're just not on social media, then yes, you do have to use these other ways. But for most people, they're on social media. And so that is such a great entry point to a relationship. The next way is through classes or workshops. Are they teaching anywhere? Because if they do, this is such a great way to build relationships because you're building it on two fronts. They're getting to see your talent and skills in real time while you're also having the opportunity to build a personal relationship. You are killing two birds with one stone. So if they're teaching somewhere at a certain location, know the schedule there or get on the mailing list to find out when they're going to be teaching next. Or if they teach sporadically or at a variety of different locations, maybe they have their own personal mailing list. So go to their website, see if there's a way that you can get notified of when they're going to be teaching next. Now, if they're not a teacher, that doesn't mean that they don't speak at conferences and conventions and things like that. You could go see them speak on a panel and meet them there and start to build a relationship that way. There's also referrals. So this is going back to your reputation and why you wanted to be strong, because if you know someone who works with them, you could ask them if they would mind connecting you, or maybe all of you go get coffee together or hang out, or maybe you say, hey, next time you're going to any kind of social event where they're going to be there, do you mind if I tag along so I could meet them? You could just literally ask someone to give you a connection or a referral, but people may also be referring you to them behind your back without you even knowing it. So again, this is why your reputation is so important. Or even better, if your reputation is so strong, they may reach out to you. Now, another way is to go see their work. And there's multiple ways you can do that. If their dance piece is at the Joyce, usually the choreographers are there and you can talk to them afterwards. If it's a Broadway preview, usually the creative team is there. Now, you want to be mindful. They are there to be working on the show, so they're not going to have a lot of time to be meeting new people, and especially if they're engaged in a conversation already. But if you just see them sitting there for a moment, it doesn't hurt to say hello, introduce yourself, share how you love their work, admire them. Again, this is someone you actually want to work with, so it is genuine for you to share how much you admire them or are inspired by them. They are people too, right? They're going to love to hear that just like you would. Then, like I mentioned a few moments ago, if you don't know how to get in touch with them, there's also their agent. You could contact them through their agent or manager. I've certainly done that before myself. You could send a letter to them to pass on, 
Uh, you could reach out to them and ask if there's a way that you could have their contact info so you could send them a message directly. They probably will say no and ask you to send it to them and they'll pass it on for you, but it doesn't hurt to ask. But you want to think about how people talk about the seven touch points that you have to have before someone remembers your name. You may have heard that before, right? You meet someone seven times and then you actually start to know who they are. So the more ways you can use all these different methods and these different touch points, the sooner they're going to start to know you and the sooner you can start to build an actual relationship with them. So basically what I'm saying is if there's a will, there's a way. If you truly want to meet someone, you absolutely can. So now let's talk about how to start building a relationship with them once you meet them. Well, you want to do it just like you would do in real life. So for example, on social media, the first thing you want to do is just follow them. And if it's a platform like Facebook that offers you the opportunity to follow or friend them, go with the follow option because you are not a friend yet. But for Instagram and TikTok and these other places where you just follow someone, you can just hit that button. That's the first entry point. Because what happens when someone follows you? You go look that person up. You see, oh, who is this person that's following me? It's just human nature, right? So by following them, that's already the first step, okay? Now, just like in real life, if you saw someone at a coffee shop that you wanted to work with, you wouldn't go run over to them, introduce yourself to them, say, can I sit down and have coffee with you, pull out your resume, talk about a project you want to work on with them. No, that'd be way too much, too soon. It would make them feel very guarded, and that's not a great first impression, and that's not going to lead to a great relationship, right? You would just introduce yourself maybe, and that's it, right? Just the first step. So that's what the following is. Then you can start to like their content. You can start commenting on their content. And if they start engaging with you, be sure that you comment back, right? You start to have real conversations. After a while, then if you want to send them a DM, you can. You can take it to that next level. Again, not asking for a job, not pitching yourself, but just furthering the relationship. If you saw something that they posted and you're like, oh, I want to congratulate them on this, or I want to ask them a question about this, that something that they're doing that I'm intrigued by, you could send them a DM that way. It's a genuine question. It's a genuine compliment or whatever it may be. But it's, again, building a real authentic relationship. It's not trying to just get a job. You're trying to build a relationship because you really do want to work with them. And so for any of the other things we mentioned of the ways that you can meet these people, you want to build the relationship the same way, just like in real life, just like we talked about with social media. So let's say we're using the class example. You maybe would just introduce yourself and tell them that you really enjoyed class today, or you could share something that you learned. And then the next time you take class, you could have another conversation and slowly but surely you're going to start talking about your personal lives and things like that. And you're going to start to form a real relationship together, right? So it's the same thing. Use that social media example. It's a great way of like following, then liking their content, then commenting, then going into a DM that's just a personal conversation, and then eventually it could lead into the career conversation. So you can use that same process for any of those methods that we talked about of how to meet someone and build a relationship. Now, if you are feeling anxious or nervous to go talk to someone, Remember that they are just a human being. They have the same hopes and dreams that you do. They have the same feelings, the same insecurities. And so you can bring them down to a normal human level instead of having them up on a pedestal. Also remember that they were once in your shoes. They didn't just come out of the womb with the career that they have now, right? They were once in your shoes. So they are not some godly person. Bring them down to your level. Just have a normal human-human conversation. Like we said earlier, compliments are great. But treat this like a normal person. You wouldn't go up to a friend and just gush and gush and gush and gush about something. No, you would just give a simple compliment. It's very low key. 
So the same thing with these people, it can just be a very simple compliment, just like a regular conversation. Also, people like to hire the people that they like to be around because they're going to be with them all day long in rehearsal. So what are some common things you can talk about? Sure, inside the industry, but also outside the industry. Are you both from the same hometown? Do you both follow the same baseball team? Do you both love French food? I mean, just like you would with your friends, what are the common things that you both enjoy? It's just two people getting to know each other instead of it being one person trying to get a job from someone else. Now, sure, when the time is right, yes, then you can make it known that you would like to work with them or that you'd like to collaborate on a project or whatever it may be. But there's a trick to this. Offer that up in a way that's going to be a benefit to them. So, of course, you know, just by default, there's some benefit because directors need actors, actors need directors, choreographers need dancers, dancers need choreographers, producers need playwrights, playwrights need producers, right? Everyone in this business needs someone else. So just on a base level, you are already solving a need that they have. But if you can go deeper than that and actually think about what does this specific director like in the actors that they have, and I happen to do those things so I can bring those things forward when I'm having this conversation because I'm actually going to solve a problem for them. I'm going to highlight how I could be of use to them and a benefit to them, right? And it could be just as simple as telling a choreographer, oh, I could be a body for you next time you're doing pre-production. I'd love to help you out. It could be telling a director, hey, if you need someone to take notes at your next reading or workshop or an extra pair of hands in the room, I'd love to support your work. It could be something where if they need something specific or something coming up, such as they need someone who can play a flute and ride a unicycle and juggle at the same time, if you can do all that, offer that up because that's going to be difficult for them to find. Now, obviously, if it's something where they just need someone who can you know, sing and dance and act and things that everyone can do, then no, that's not going to be a good thing because they can already get that from someone else. But if you have something that's going to be hard for them to find and you can communicate that to them, then you are solving a huge problem for them because that would be something that's hard to find, all right? So those are just some ideas to get the juices going. But of course, just keep thinking, keep thinking about the ways you could connect what you have that would be a benefit to them. And it doesn't even need to be anything in the industry. Like let's say you have a real estate license and you know they're looking for a new place to live. If you offer that to them and say, hey, I could help you with this. I work with people in the industry all the time. I know what the unique needs are for artists and I could help you find uh, you know, a great place. And you do when you find them their dream home, don't you think they're going to be more excited to hire you when you come in to audition for them or you pitch a project to them? Of course they will, because they have a relationship with you now. Again, think out of the box. Just think about what you offer, what's unique about what you do, what are the things that they need, both in their career and in their personal life too, and then form that bridge for them. That's going to be so much more beneficial than you just saying, hey, I'd like to work together sometime, because that kind of ends the conversation. But you want to build these bridges to make it easier for them to say yes to you. And hey, if you don't ask, it's not going to happen. If you don't ask, the answer by default is no. If you ask, the answer could still be no, but it also could be yes. The only way you can get a yes is by asking and by letting them know. And even if they do say no, sometimes that just means no, not right now, or no, I don't have an opportunity for us to collaborate together. But it could be a yes in the future. And in the meantime, you can enjoy the relationship and perhaps the friendship that you have built with this person. Because remember, this is someone you actually did want to have a relationship with. And if you're finding that you're not enjoying the relationship, that should be a warning sign. Because if you're not enjoying the relationship, then why are you still wanting to work with them? You may find that you just don't jive together that well, at least not as you hoped. 
But that's okay because then instead of devoting more time to keep building that relationship of someone that's now turning into someone you don't really want to be around as much, you can devote that time and your energy to the people that you do want to work with and who you do drive with and who it would be more exciting and fun for you to be working with. So hopefully now this is all starting to resonate and you're connecting the dots and you can see how this could actually be enjoyable and fun because it can be fun. But building relationships is a skill like anything else. And so the more you do it, the better you're going to get at that. So at first, it may still feel like a little bit of work as you try to figure this out. But if you're networking with the people that you really want to be working with, it will start to feel fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to feel authentic and natural and normal. And I know this because my own experience and also we have trainings inside Amplified Artists where we do a deeper dive on this, on networking and building relationships. And we give you a formula for crafting your communication to the people you want to work with. And there's templates you can copy and paste and use. And so I see how our members use these things and how that transforms their feelings on building relationships and networking. And in fact, I'll read you a quote from one of our members so you can hear this for yourself. This is from Sam. And so she wrote me and it says, quote, Amplified Artist has helped me to see networking in an entirely new way. It used to give me so much anxiety to try to figure out who I should know and how to fit myself into what I thought they wanted me to be. Through all of the workshops in Amplified Artists, I have found the excitement of building new relationships, not the nervousness of trying to fit myself into a box, end quote. So like I said, networking becomes fun when you are doing it with the people you want to be working with and when you're doing it the right way because you are forming human, authentic, genuine connections, relationships, and friendships. So for those of you who are an Amplified Artist, you can find that communication formula and the templates in the Professional and Persuasive Communications course. And I also recommend checking out the workshop, It's All Who You Know, because that gives you a bunch of non-traditional ways to build relationships. And like the title suggests, it is all who you know. This is a business of relationships. And we see this happening all the time. People hire the same people over and over and over again. So if you want to get in on the action, you have to get to know them. Now, don't worry if you're not a member of Amplified Artists and you still want to help with your networking and building relationships, you can do that because we have a monthly plan that has no contracts, there's no minimum commitments. So you literally can just join just for the month and you can watch these trainings that I just mentioned and you can watch any other training that's in our library for the month that you're a member. So you can get all of the information and join us at AmplifiedArtist.life and I'll link to that in the show notes. Plus, don't forget you can download your free dream career blueprint by going to jimcooney.me forward slash blueprint or clicking the link to it in the show notes. So that is all for today. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe. And while you're there, leave the show a five-star review, especially if you think this podcast will be helpful for someone else. And if you've got any questions, you can always give me a shout out on Instagram. I'm at jimcooneynyc. And finally, if you love the show and you want to help support it, Leaving a small tip is greatly appreciated. There's a link to do so in the show notes. Remember, there is no one on the planet who is just like you. Stay true to the gifts you have and who you are. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now here's a little preview of next week's episode and I will see you then. When I walked in that audition, I knew what I was offering and who I was and why I'm doing this. And then after I got cast as Dimitri, I had a conversation with the director and she told me, you know why you weren't cast that first time and now you were? Because you were more honest and more authentic and you knew what you were doing. You were not nervous. And I think 
a lot of that is because I know who I am now. I know who I am as a person. I know who I am as an artist. I know what I have to offer. I know what I bring to the table. And having that organized in my head relaxed me and, and made me be a better actor and be a better person even.